0: Welcome to Real Estate U with Leslie Ann.
1: Welcome to our podcast, Real Estate You, You with Letty Ann. And we're delighted that you're here watching today. So if you've been jo- enjoying uh, our podcast release every Thursday at 6 p.m. Central Time, please be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel, Letty Ann and Associates Real Estate Services. That's our handle on YouTube. We have some incredible videos there, uh, consumer uh, value based content, as well as property videos uh, and some silly fun videos for you to watch. Uh, in, at your leisure as well. So today I'm with my, uh, i say our, uh, director of operations, Will Bova. Uh, Will Bova is an employee here at Letty and Associates and we're delighted to have Will. Um, uh, Will evidently is going to, uh, we're, he's going to ask me some questions about the importance of hiring a real estate professional and some other things. So Will, what do you got for me? Bring yeah, it on.
0: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on <laughs> your afternoon. You're welcome. <laughs> so, uh, couple questions about hiring a professional, real estate professional. First off, what is the importance of hiring a full-time real estate professional?
1: Well, my concern to a consumer with their biggest asset, because real estate is all of our biggest asset, um, when buying and selling a home, I I do encourage the consumer to to interview at least three real estate professionals. Um, And my concern is, especially during these different times. I mean, we're living in different times right now with the pandemic, with the disruption and the chaos and the things that are going on around the world. Um, The real estate market is changing every day. Uh, And we shot a previous episode uh, with a lender, a local lender here in the Kansas City Metro. And she said, you know, with everything going on in the world, it was exactly the same. Uh, Rates are changing by the hour. Um, So the way we're conducting business, real estate, uh, what 's happening in the mortgage industry whats what 's happening in our local market here in Kansas City, and maybe what 's happening even on our hyper hyper local market because you know Kansas City Metro is a big place um, I, I just ask you to consider do you really want to hire a hobbyist for your biggest asset? Um, I, it's my choice. I personally eat, sleep and, and drink this business. I love this business. I love serving others. I like staying on top of, uh, what's happening in the market, not only locally, but also nationally, because what's happening nationally is that ac- does actually affect what's happening here. Uh, we're seeing that people are moving out of bigger cities. We're having a lot of people move to the Kansas City area. Um, there's so much going on and if you haven't maybe had a transaction in several months or maybe a year, it's a good question that you might want to ask when you're interviewing at least three uh, prof- real estate professionals um, because you want someone to go to bat for you that knows what's going on right? Knows other real mm. estate agents, knows how to handle a multiple offer situation and think I could go on for like 20 minutes. Oh, so yeah. I'll <laughs> just, I'll just leave it at that. Um I, I think it's very important. I mean, would you hire a part-time orthodontist with your kid's teeth? Yeah. Would you? Well,
0: no, no, no. Personally. I mean, no.
1: Uh, I mean, would you hire a part-time surgeon to fix your son's collarbone or replace your knee? Like if you had, if you needed a knee replacement. So I, I just think that we need to ask the consumer might want to ask, I suggest you ask more questions uh, when interviewing and maybe not hire bobby's boyfriend's sister's cousin who also cuts hair part time in the in the basement. Nothing wrong with that person i'm just saying uh, that's your biggest asset, folks. be careful who you uh, yeah um, because this is we hear war stories and uh the National Association of Realtors uh, did a survey that most people chose, I would rather have a root canal than talk to a real estate professional. That's nice. the truth. And I mean, I'm just letting you know that. Um, and that, and for me, that's pretty sad because I take what I do very seriously.
0: Yeah. I mean, as I'm, as I'm studying real estate and learning, there's a lot a real estate agent has to know and keep. And it's all stuff we use and need to use on a daily basis in this business and, um, you know, if you're not practicing that, you're going to lose all that information. It's a huge amount of information, and just like a doctor who is practicing medicine, if you're not practicing real estate daily, you're not going to be at the top of your game in being able to serve your client to the to the best of your ability. So, that full time, someone who's constantly doing that, very very important. Yep, I, I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, on the importance of hiring a full time realtor, why why do we need someone? To help us uh, buy a home, what's what if I went out and just buy myself, not as a real estate professional, and was to buy a home on my own? What would be the the risk associated there? Why should I have a real estate agent to help me buy a home?
1: A lot of buyers think, well, maybe I'll save some money if I don't enlist a buyer's agent. <clears throat> well, buyer's agents don't cost any money. Uh, often there is a, uh, and this is. Uh, citywide, there's a transaction fee that's appended to a real estate transaction. So that may be your only fee coming from that brokerage that you've enlisted the buyer's agent, and that can range anywhere from $295 to $500 for a transaction fee. Uh, so if technically you are paying, uh, you could negotiate th- that with your realtor, um, but why wouldn't you? So Oftentimes people think they're going to save money. Maybe I'll just talk to the seller myself, or maybe I won't pay. I won't have to pay the buyer agency fee. That's not a buyer agency fee. Scratch that in the Kansas city Metro. The standard commission rate is 6%. The seller pays commission. The seller pays the commission 6%. The buyer is not paying any type of commission to the buyer's agent or anyone for that matter, uh, for the majority, right? Uh, I'm sure there are certain circumstances that people have different deals worked out and whatnot. Yeah. But so the seller pays commission.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, that commission is split between the buyer broker and the selling broker. Yeah. The buyer doesn't pay that. Nope. So people tend to think if I don't enlist a buyer's agent, maybe I maybe I'll save that three percent and I'll get it taken off the price of the house. That nine times out of 10 will never happen. Yeah. Um, Especially during these times when it's a seller's market, um, they're they're not going to just give the buyer because someone else is going to pay the full amount, if not more than the full amount. So people think, well, I'll save money. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And they also think that on the selling side, we'll get to that if that's on your list. So especially during these times, but let's say it's even in normal times. Yeah. Don't you want someone working on your behalf? So what we do is we ask for a buyer agency agreement. <clears throat> so if I'm your buyer's agent, uh, I'm going to have a buyer consultation with you. I'm, get, we're going to have a needs and wants uh, meeting. So how can I possibly go out looking for what you want, your needs and your wants list? If I don't know what you need and want. So oftentimes realtors just say, all right, I'll meet you at the house. You just gave me the address that's only opening doors. And if someone's only opening doors for you, they're likely not going to negotiate for you. If they don't know what your needs and wants are, how are they possibly going to negotiate for you? So we have a buyer agency, you know, we have a buyer, uh, needs and wants, uh, assessment. And at that time we talk about buyer agency agreement. People tend to run away from contracts. The contract states, I work solely on your behalf i do everything in your best interest if you don't sign the piece of paper you're not a client you're a customer and if you don't and it's not like if you don't sign i'll send them out after you mm. it, it's not like that my point is real estate law states if you do not have a signed buyer agency agreement you can only be fair honest and disclose all material facts yeah period you cannot negotiate you cannot act like a buyer's agent if you aren't a buyer's agent, and the only way to be a buyer's agent is to have a signed agreement. So don't be afraid of those agreements. Um, Ask some questions if you're concerned, and again, interview at least two to three realtors to see who who you're most comfortable with. Um, But if you think a buyer, if you think a realtor on the buyer side only opens doors for you, that's absolutely ludicrous because especially with a signed buyer agency agreement, That person has to negotiate on your behalf. Yeah. Will, there are multiple offer situations like 6,000 times a day. Oh yeah. And if you're not with a savvy, and I mean honest, but savvy, knows the market, knows what to say, knows how to talk to the listing agent, knows what to ask about the seller and what the seller's wants are, in order to secure that house for your buyer, you're practically wasting your time. Yeah. Um. So you need to, you need to enlist someone who knows what they're doing. And I mean that with the utmost, um, what am I trying to say? Well, uh, the utmost, uh, etic- um, uh, integrity, mm-hmm. <clears throat> of course, someone with the most integrity, but knows how to be the best buyer's agent they can be. And that doesn't mean just simply opening doors because they have an box key.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: If I'm not clear on anything, let me know and I'll clarify. No, it's,
0: it's, so the importance of having a uh, a buyer's agent or an agent, a real estate professional on your side is so you have a professional that person again who is in the industry every single day they're on your side they're they're making sure your interests your wants your needs are being met in that real estate transaction you no know, that's their job that 's what they're doing you know all day is making sure your needs and wants. And your best interest is being met in that real estate transaction because they speak the language, they understand the contracts and how the whole big system works.
1: And I'll tell you, well, <clears throat> when someone is interviewing me for, uh, as their buyer's agent, agent I-, I talk about the entire buying process that day. Mm-hmm. Here's what you can expect. Because why would you only have a roller coaster ride? It's already a roller coaster ride, but why would you make the ride a little crazier? Forget to fasten the seatbelt if you don't let them know what they can expect from the start. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then I and down the line I can say, okay, re, uh, we, we uh, remember when we talked about right after we secure the contract, we have X amount of days to do this and X amount of days to do that. And I'll tell you, if your real estate professional isn't watching their calendar. You could lose the house or anything you want repaired in the house. That may not happen. You have to take the house as is. I mean, people have to know their contracts. They have to mark their calendar with particular dates that they cannot miss. Uh, That's your agent, not you. I mean, it's wicked important. Mm. Um, I, it really kind of bugs me that people think, Oh, all you do is open doors. Mm. So, um, don't say that to me, because bad <laughs> things might happen.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like, you want to
1: bet, um, you know. But but I I take my job very seriously. Oh yeah. So.
0: And uh, you know, just a, another similar question is why hire a real estate professional to help me sell a home? You know, um, you see people who do for sale by owners. What what benefit do you have in hiring that real estate pr- professional to to do that for you?
1: I think think this statistic is nine out of ten for sale by owners end up ultimately um, enlisting the uh, professional services of a real estate uh, person. Um, I've heard this is what for sale by owner people have told me. Oh, I've sold two other houses. You know, I know how it works. I can do the, which is fine. Um, They've been successful at it. And I'll just say, oh, what, what year was that? And they'll go, oh, well, in the late 70s, uh, when my husband and I were first married, we, you know, did this. And then uh, our second home w- – w- and, you know, they got lucky. It worked out. It was word of mouth. Somebody bought the house. And I think, that, you know, if that, that happens, you know, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and they try it again, and maybe times aren't the same, and things aren't the same, and the market isn't the same, and maybe they're not sure of the pricing. And now they have every Tom, Dick, and Harry ringing their doorbell at awkward hours going, hey, can we see your house? Um, and people don't want strangers at their door at – well, even at any hour, but yeah. even at noon maybe. Um, you know, Do you really just want a stranger rolling in your home? Uh, so, I mean, now there's t- – times are a little bit different. And then the, the next thing is that I hear is, well, I want to save the commission.
0: Mm.
1: Now, ultimately, statistics show in enlisting a re- full time real estate professional who does a really thorough, thorough market analysis. And I know that word is tossed around like popcorn like, oh, no, it's a market analysis. No. You need to dial it in, really enjoy math, really compare apples to apples. Mine, for any property, typically takes me an hour and a half.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hour and a half. Because oh, wow. I'm not satisfied with just that street. Then I go out to the subdivision. And then it's like there's got to be more comps. I'll go out a mile. I mean, I really, because I pretend it's my home, and I want to mm-hmm. get every dollar for that house. Yeah. So, and... Um, when one enlists, and there's stats to show this, but I I don't have them available for this particular podcast, but I can get them, and maybe we can put them up when this airs. Ultimately, people who enlist a realtor, uh, realtor, two syllables, realtor, for uh, to sell their home, they tend to yield more money than if they would sell alone. Now think about this, because I'm negotiating for my seller. Mm-hmm. Let's say you're licensed and you're negotiating for your buyer on the same property, right? Yeah. You and I are talking. We're keeping it normal. We're keeping it uh civil. We're keeping uh you know, we're taking what our seller my seller's saying and I'm conveying it to you. Whether they're screaming and yelling, I'm presenting it to you in a civil way, you know, we're working it out for them. Yeah. But imagine the two of them were like, I'm not putting on a new roof. Well, you're not getting my house. Well, you're not telling me what to, you know, it's all, though they always kind of, um, it often seems that someone has to have the final word mm-hmm. and they really didn't want to lose that buyer. But someone's like, I'm not pitching in the last $500 Yeah. where if they have someone negotiating on their behalf, the emotions stay out of it. Um, there's so many factors. Um, I just, uh, these are great questions. Well, yeah. So oh, yeah. yeah, great questions. I
0: mean, that and even marketing your home and getting, well, a, I
1: didn't even get to that. Yeah. Getting um, the uh, word out. And for sale by owners say, well, I've stuck a sign in my yard before and I've sold my house. And um, why would you limit yourself to, a, you know, 10 to 20 drive-bys a day, mm-hmm. maybe even the same people going to and from work, when you can blanket the city mm-hmm. with systems that we have in place? I mean, what we have in our office alone, we can, we can blast email blast over 5,000 local agents in a second to tell them about your house. Uh, whereas, uh, in, amongst other marketing things, but marketing mm-hmm. alone, well, thank you. I failed yeah. to mention the marketing part.
0: We do more than just stick a sign in your yard and hope someone drives by who's interested. In and you know, we, we're active about social media, the email blast you said, and putting it, the word out there that this home is for sale. Property video. And yeah, property video. Professional photos.
1: If you hire a realtor to sell your home and they're taking pictures with their cell phone, you've already made a big mistake. Period. Yep. Like no questions, and you're going to regret it later because once you see those pictures online, you're going to cringe. The toilet lid's up, the toilet paper is rolled down. Uh, anyway, okay. Yes, I'll pull this forward. I'm getting fired up. Oh so, no. Say, no. Um, so there's so many little things that once you add all of those things up, that we do every day, mm-hmm. uh, it, it creates a beautiful product. Oh, yeah. um, especially and again, property videos and. Um, so make sure please that your person you hire has a marketing plan.
0: Oh, absolutely. Incredibly important. So, um, going back to what you were talking about, like the market analysis and finding out what, finding a good price for someone's home. Why is that important? What is the importance of spending the time to find that price?
1: So, and, uh, our producer is telling us we have about four minutes. Oh, okay. So, uh, I will try to put that into four minutes, <laughs> maybe even three
0: challenge time. <clears throat>
1: I think the old school way of pricing and maybe it was before you were born. I don't know, but it's, you know, one, we know everyone's going to haggle and negotiate with us. So let we're just going to bump it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's one option. Second option is, uh, price it spot on market value. Option number two, option number three, price it just below market value where you're, you know, your intention is to get more than one interested party. So with the first option, uh, pricing it a few thousand dollars or more over that price that you're really willing to accept because you want to negotiate, your buyer pool is slim pickings. So you're going to have very limited buyers because they're all looking at houses. Let's say your house is 300,000, you know, spot on market value, 300,000. But you're like, oh no, we want to, we want to, uh, we want to list it for 320. People looking at 320 houses are going to go to your 320 house that's really a $300,000 house and go, wait a minute, there's mm-hmm. no granite. There's no This This house is no way is worth it. They're going to walk in and know because they've already looked at like 10 other houses at the same price, right? Mm-hmm. Limited buyer pool. Second option, sp- p- price it spot on. I'm okay with that. Your buyer pool is going to be better if you're all looking at 320 houses and like, yeah, this seems like about a th- what we've been looking at, right? Mm-hmm. So you have a little bit more of a buyer pool. Well, then you price it just below market value. People are going to go, dang, we've been looking at 320 houses and this house is 318. We got to jump on it. So you might have a more, oppor- you know, more of an opportunity. And then you have an opportunity in the, at that price to go just below market value uh, with, it's all about facts. I want to get to that, that you may have the opportunity for a multiple offer situation. So which one, you, which category do you want to be in? So oftentimes I'll tell the person you're, you're not a dollar over 300,000. mm mm-hmm. And they'll go, no way, we're listing for 320. I'll just say, thank you so much for your time. And they're like, you're not going to list my property. I said, I'm so sorry. I spent a lot of money on marketing. I spent Mm. a lot of time on your home. I treat it as as if it were my own. It's never going to sell for 320.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we price, you know, so anyway, it's the importance of pricing. Mm. Um, And what was that thing I just said um, that I said, oh, I want to talk about really quickly before Andy yells at me. Um, It was about pricing. And I said, "Oh, I don't want to get off track." But anyway, yeah. Um, well, I forgot.
0: So. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, ultimately, I think you know, through all of this, you know, for for the consumer, I remembered what oh, it Sorry, light bulb moment.
1: People, I'll will have the first part of the listing appointment, and they'll say, "What do you think it's worth?" Mm. And I'll say, "It doesn't matter what I think." And they go, "What do you feel that we can get?" It doesn't mm. matter what I feel. Doesn't matter what I think and feel, and I'll never lie to you. I said, the facts don't lie. Give me two days to do the research, and we're going to meet again for appointment number two. We're going to dial in the price together. I'm going to have all the research and facts done. So when someone goes, Where'd you come up with this price? I'll go right here, 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 and here.
0: So it's it's data driven.
1: It's not throwing a dart, it's Mm. data driven right? And if someone's coming to your house and you never met them, but a real estate professional you hire, and they're bringing you a market analysis, yet they never saw your house. They never saw your whirlpool and your granite master bathroom and your heated bathroom floor, or maybe you don't have any of that, but your neighbor did. Maybe you have Formica. And, and um, what I'm saying is how can anyone price a home they've never seen before? But yeah. in Walk... Uh, walks a real real estate agent with a market analysis and goes, oh, here's your market analysis. How could that possibly be right if they've never seen the house? Yeah. I, I don't get it. Oh, yeah. And no one's in that big of a hurry. Wouldn't you have rather have an accurate price or do you just want a dart throw price?
0: Yeah, to know that you've, you're getting the best possible price. Oh, dude, I dial it in. Yeah, oh, yeah. Right. Absolutely. All right. So ultimately like, through all this is like what's important I think to consumers is do your research. Ask questions. Interview your those agents. You know, you're you're the one hiring them. You know, it would be like any job that someone is being hired to do. Ask them questions. Make it's sure, your biggest asset. Yeah,
1: not yours, but it's yours not too. Yet. Yeah. But uh, homeowners, I mean, that's your biggest asset. Do you really want to just throw a dart? Mm-hmm. I I don't. Yeah. I, I you know so.
0: Yeah. Ask the questions of those of those realtors. Do your do your do your due diligence. Try to find the best person to. And the Help best fit—it's a personality
1: yeah. situation. It's a lot of—it's a lot of different things. So, oh, yeah. great interview, Will. I'm getting the cut here. So, thank you so much for watching this episode of Real Estate You with Letty Ann. And we encourage you to follow us on our social media platforms: uh, Letty Ann underscore Real Estate on Instagram, uh, Letty Ann and Associates Real Estate Services on Facebook and YouTube. See you on the next episode.